Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is a Lip Media Podcast. I'm a really big swearer, so if you don't like swearing, please listen to something else. Fuck off and die, I hope you have a shitty life. Fuck off and die, I hope that you can drag me kite. Fuck off and die, I hope you have really bad sex. Fuck off and die, I hope you never pay your head. Fuck off and 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 die. How are you? What are you wearing? Thanks for asking. I'm actually wearing nothing. Wow. Certainly doesn't look like that. And you know that's a lie because this is a video chat. <laughs> we should podcast naked one day. I mean, nobody would know. Nobody would like, know. Like, I was just going to pretend I was podcasting naked now. <laughs> I'm actually wearing a t-shirt and shorts for anyone who actually wants to know. And headphones. I feel like you I can't... I really like those shorts. You can't dismiss the headphones as part of the outfit because they're so big. They are really big. Do they make you hot? Yeah. They get kind of sweaty. Yeah. Like, it's not an all-day kind of headphone. No. They're winter headphones. They're winter headphones. They're basically earmuffs, but that, that have sound in connected. I didn't know I needed these until I got them. AirPods. They're AirPods. And the thing is, people always talk to me because I can't tell I've got them in. And I find it very annoying. Well, I don't think we should talk about them on our podcast because they're not sponsoring us. So fuck them. They're not. But I do feel like they make me a better person. It's like a superior being or just like... Yeah, because I'm superior. Because like, I have the noise cancelling yeah. tiny headphones. When um, people say they're a better person, I usually think it means that they're kinder or more generous. No, like better than you. But I feel like you just mean superior. Like I'm better than you. And I do need all the help I can get. <laughs> I'm better than your, I'm glad we clarified your huge that. cumbersome headphones. And it's easier to be mean to you because you are so far away. Yeah. So I'm just going to really lean into that. That's fine. And you know what? Like because we are podcasting from our bedrooms, I'm actually so comfy in my bed right now that I don't care how mean you get. Like... If it gets real bad, I'll just turn it off. <laughs> just close the laptop. Don't ever leave me. You'd be nothing without me. Mm, is that something your ex said to you? <laughs> no, I came up with that myself. I wanted to talk about the things that have changed in our lives that are actually kind of better. Because a lot of the things I have been noticing, like today I had a really dark day <laughs> where I drove past something and I just went, oh God, I remember... 
uh, something bad happening there and then something bad happening there and I was like, oh my God, I'm in the worst headspace. It's really interesting that in a time that we're supposed to be socially isolating and not leaving the house, you've managed to drive around and see a whole bunch of triggering places. I have so many triggering I just drove just down one in. road. I went from I went down West Coast Highway. So it was a childhood road and a lot of things had happened on that road. Um, so I was like You grew up on a road? I grew up on the side of the road. This is There's no houses on that road, are there? On West Coast Highway, there's so many houses. There's houses all the way Isn't along. Isn't it a highway? On the left. Oh. You just never leave the, the little bubble of the city. Yeah, I don't ever leave the city. West Perth pad. Don't tell people where I live. Cut. Fucking hell. <laughs> 256. West Uber Perth Road, Road. West Perth. <laughs> West Perth Road. There was this really oh. funny thing where this guy was, um, he reviews uh, pubs and he was at like a Weatherby's or something. And someone was like, oh, what's your table number? And then all these people started ordering him food and alcohol and he had to get them to stop because he couldn't eat it all. He could have donated it, maybe. So maybe now people will start sending you things. To West Perth Road, West Perth. Um, So anyway, after today driving down the the, um, grim road of West Coast Highway, I decided that I needed to be thinking of things that weren't so dark and I started to think about the things that have changed that I actually like about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I've noticed is I'm a very slow person. Like the sloth is not mentally. Mentally, I'm very bright. And better than me. And better. Well, I'm actually not going to go that far because I think you're probably smarter than me. Thank you. Um, so one of the things I noticed was I've sort of given myself permission to go slower. And I always was someone that moved very slowly. Like you've seen me make a coffee. Yeah. Like it takes 10 minutes. Longer. And then I have to stop and think halfway through <laughs> making it and staring into space. I made a coffee while you were talking about West Perth Road. Yeah. Uh, so I've really been leaning into just being okay with doing things slowly and almost just noticing more about what I'm doing. So I'll do the dishes and I'll notice. So yeah, like, I don't know, just enjoying the warmth of the water and all that bullshit. Isn't that called mindfulness? Yeah, but I just, I don't, I don't know if that word makes it sound like it's not special or unique. You're like, I discovered this. It's original. (laughs) I made this. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So that's one of the things that I've, I've enjoyed is just doing things slower and being okay with it. So what, what are you, what are you going to call it? Yeah, I think it's probably mindfulness. This new concept. Just going at your own pace. Nah, if it's different, it's got to have its own name. Um, yeah, it's called just thinking about what you're doing while you're doing it. Pacefulness. Because I used to always beat myself up about just being such a slow person, like getting out of bed slowly and then... That's definitely mindfulness. So the other thing was, I've actually really been enjoying not wearing makeup. Oh, yeah. I put, I've been, I put on my eyebrows. I thought your eyebrows were permanent. Yeah, I do have them tattooed, but I still put a little bit over because I just like them to be a little bit... What? But then also, if I, if I have sex with a really hot guy and I wake up in the morning and he looks at me, he's going to be like, Sarah, your eyebrows are so great and I don't have to draw them in. Your eyebrows are perfect. But then if I draw them in, then they're just like 110% and I feel really good about it. Oh, okay. But generally, you're wearing less makeup. If I put it on, then I'm putting on as something that I'm enjoying to do. I mean... I tried wearing less makeup for the first week of ISO and I actually kind of got a bit sad. Yeah. I'm like a budgie and every time I see a reflective surface, I stare <laughs> at myself. 
And I like it better when I have makeup on. I turn myself on more when I have makeup on. And I think that that is totally okay. I think it's just about whatever that makes you feel good. Like the other day I put makeup on and I put lipstick on because I just wanted to look fancy that day. It wasn't for anyone. Should we go and put lipstick on now? Yeah, you can put I feel like we should just stop what we're doing and go put lipstick on right now. Okay. Do I even have any lipstick? I don't know. I'm going to go have a look. Obviously, you won't be able to hear me talking while I go have a look, but it's important. I think the coronavirus ate my lipstick. Like, I literally could only find one, and it's a stay-on one, so I'll probably have lipstick for the next four days now because everyone knows I'm not going to wash my face in ISO. That's way too hard. Just put the makeup back on top. Um, and I'm going to try and do it in the camera. That's, oh, you really are wearing oh! pants. And, so Sarah's not wearing pants. Oh, and in addition sorry. to not wearing pants, Sarah's actually wearing beige undies. Oh, yeah. So it looks like she's just not... She looks like she's naked from the waist down. To, like, we need the poo. I, she's wearing a T-shirt. But no need for pants. I had to wear, like, my shittest undies as well. Cause I, oh, no, this, this lipstick is fucked. It looks like someone, like, ate it. Oh. Ew. It's, like, kind of goth. Is it melted? No, it's just, like, gone right into the... How do I look? Yeah, you look hot. You fucked yours. <laughs> Did I? Well, because I'm... I, I always feel like I'm, like, someone playing a grown-up. <laughs> I'm pretending to wear lipstick. I'm pretending to be a grown woman. Sometimes I look down at my boobs and I'm like, are they really mine? <laughs> Who stuck these boobs on here? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, side note, probably don't put it in the pod, but I was doing personal training this morning via video conferencing. And... Yeah. One of my boobs just popped out. Like, my sports bra oh. was way too small. So I definitely why, need to upgrade my why life. Why does that have to be a side note? That's an excellent addition. Oh. Also, while I was getting lipstick, I found my glitter makeup. So oh, I love Adding this. a little bit extra. <laughs> I wish I could share it with you. So now Sarah looks like a five-year-old <laughs> with, like, lipstick and glitter makeup. She's, like, somewhere between glamorous whore and five-year-old. Thank you. That's actually my look. That's the look I go for when I used to go out. Actually, one of my favourite things is whenever, when remember when we used oh to... Oh my God, somehow putting the glasses back on just pulled it all back together and now you just look sophisticated. They do though, don't they? They really do. I, I actually, I'm not even short-sighted. I just wear them because I think I look smarter. You know, for real, I've been thinking about getting some of those blue light um, glasses just so that they make me look smart. Do you know people that do that piss me off? Because I think, fuck you, I have a disability and you're just... <laughs> I had to wear these. I had to go to school and wear glasses when they were dorky and I had braces and I had pimples and I was chubby. And now you cool people are just going to commandeer glasses. So you, what you're saying is that you wore glasses before they were cool? Exactly. Cool. I was doing it before it was cool. Okay, so mm-hmm. before we derailed the conversation with lipstick, which I stand by, that was important, things that have changed for the better or changes that you've noticed in ISO that are improvements? I just feel like this whole activity is very patronising. It's like a silver lining. It's like when people go, oh, I'm sorry you're going through this or at least you didn't have kids. Well, I mean, does that mean we don't do it? <laughs> or does that mean that we just lean into that aspect of it as well i think we leave it but i just want to acknowledge that i'm starting to feel that this segment that i'm patronizing people maybe it's because of my lipstick because i look so good now i mean yeah it's probably that (laughs) but but let's just carry let's carry on with it anyway so what what have you done 
that you wear makeup because you like to look your hottest and turn yourself on when you look in shiny surfaces. Yeah, like if I'm cooking and I'm stirring something like couscous in a pot in a saucepan, I see my reflection and I want to think, God damn, not ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I like to just constantly be turning myself on. <sighs> what has changed in my life for the better? And I say, you know what, if I'm going to get real real about it, my life has barely changed. It's really made me reevaluate how I lived before ISO, the fact that in isolation, my life is almost exactly the same. Do you know what? I kind of feel that way too. Except the thing is that, like, obviously not going out. Like, I never liked going out before. But it's like, <laughs> And now you don't have to. But it was my choice. Like, that was part of my identity was not going out. Now everyone's not going out. It's like the glasses thing all over again. Exactly. <laughs> Sarah was not going out before it was cool to not go out. All the introverts are just like, get out of our house. Sarah invented not going out. <laughs> I would go crazy if my dad was at home all the time. I'm glad he goes out to work because he's, he's a health yeah. worker, so he's risking his life for us. Do you want to tell us the address that he works at as well? Yeah, he works at 110 Swanbourne Street, Swanbourne. I wish you'd said West, West Perth Road. It would have been a nicer look back. <laughs> You can send him churros. Oh, yeah. we So we owe Maurice churros because um, we like to thank our collaborators sometimes if they do more work than us in any given week. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're very lucky. Yeah, so we have, a, we have a guy. His name is Momo, and he's doing making our website look awesome, and we owe him. So we're, we're going to send him brownies, aren't we? Because you have a mate yeah. that has an awesome brownie store. So, yeah, at this time of the COVIDs, mm. I feel like it's pretty important that we do what we can to support local. And that, for me, just means eating more brownies. 100%. If you are a fan of the brownies and you happen to be located in West Perth or similar, West Perth Road, West Perth, or maybe just Perth generally, <laughs> the regional general Perth area, um, Fat Boy Brownies. Oh, is that what it's called? I love that name. Oh yeah, yum. Yeah, are they gooey? Uh, they're everything. They would have to be nothing less. They are. They are everything. You haven't eaten yeah. a brownie until you've had one of these. Well, speaking of brownies, like that's the one thing that one of the things that I've noticed is I'm really thinking about what I want to put in my mouth. <laughs> Usually, I just put anything <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> But these days I think, what do I want for lunch? Like, what do I really want? And I will take the time to cook myself a really nice lunch and then I'll cook myself a really nice dinner. And there's no rush about it and I'll put on a podcast and I'll chop things. And, and we already know that you're very bad at chopping vegetables and that you do need extra time for it. That's true. We, we did have an episode where we talked about how I had an ex that abused me for the way I chopped vegetables. And, and I'm nothing without him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cooking is a thing that I definitely am doing more if we want if I'm trying to lean into the bright side yeah I thought I was terrible at cooking um but it turns out I was just really lazy yeah it is it is laziness because I've been cooking and I'm actually really good at it because it's just following instructions yeah I can read therefore I can cook yeah and also don't get distracted so I used to be terrible at cooking because I would do 10 things at once and then I'd walk off and then everything would burn but you actually just have to stand there yeah in the same spot and make it and don't leave. Yeah, you just stay in the kitchen until it's done. Yeah. Like, that was a big breakthrough for me. Um, is there anything else that's better in ISO? I mean, it doesn't have to be better. It's just sort of the things that, like, I don't know, whether you're spending more time noticing the little things. I'm noticing my little reflections in surfaces. <laughs> that's the only little things I'm Ever noticing. Ever since I was in isolation, I just realised that I'm really hot. 
Yeah. I, I guess I'm noticing that um, I'm having to sit with my feelings a lot more. And that can be a good thing Ugh. and it can be a bad thing. But I have noticed that they do pass. I have been running from my feelings even faster. Really? Oh, yeah. Since ISO started, I have never been busier in my life. Hey, I've just been making, like, anywhere where there was no work, I've been making work to do. You have been. I have been so productive lately in every, like, I have my finger in a lot of creative pies. Yeah. <laughs> and all of the pies are... Are they gooey? <laughs> I, I've i just been doing as much work, and by work I mean, like, art, as I can. What are you afraid of if you stop? If I stop making, I'll either... I guess I just won't have a reason to get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. Like, it's like I would cease to exist, because what would be the point? Yeah. I Yeah, it's like, I feel like I'm a bit like I make, therefore I am. Yeah, so it's not like you're trying to run away from your feelings. By being busy? Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's not a specific feeling. I've been so busy I haven't had time to think about whether or not I have actual feelings about it. Well, I mean, I appreciate you because you've been very... What's the word? You've been instigating a lot of stuff with Fuck Off and Die, which I've really appreciated because I am a slow person, but I will do stuff. You're very deadline-driven. Yeah, if prompted, I get really excited. And also having someone working on something that you both love is very it's very cool it's always been a dream of mine and most writers I think are very isolation driven like we are our our form is on our own we don't normally collaborate that much but you put an a writer and a visual artist together yeah it's like an explosion a big pie exploding a big creative pie fight yeah I don't know I just I just thought there are some really beautiful little things like the sunset but like I'm noticing it in the reflection of my telly because I'm watching those arts (laughs) 
and then suddenly COVID-19 hit, should I meet up physically? Question two, what does it mean to look for a relationship now? Can it really be done in just text and chat? How important is physical contact in initial dating? Oh, okay. Did I read that too fast? No, I think you read it perfectly. Thank you. It was a great speed. It was great. Thank you so much. So which one do you want to answer first? Well, I feel like they're more or less the same question. And if I'm going to be honest about it, we actually got these questions a few weeks ago. And since then, going out has really become not an option. Mm. So at the time where these questions came in, it was still something that we were allowed to do, Mm. um, but were advised against. Now it's at a point um, where we are in in WA, um, where it's actually not allowed. So it's a pretty clear no now, like where you'd actually be breaking rules if you were going to meet up with people. Mm. Although I think you can still meet up one-on-one for exercise, Does dating count as an exercise? Well, I met up with a guy who is an ex, but we're just friends now. And we had a socially distanced walk and then sat in the sand dunes and had a nice chat. Oh, you're definitely not allowed to sit. Well, that's why we went in the sand dunes because it was in the dark and no one could find us. It was fun. (laughs) It reminded me of... You know you're not anonymous on this podcast, right? Yeah, but I mean... You can literally be fined for that. (laughs) No, I did sit in the sand dunes. And I just think if you're going to dob me in, then go to hell. Hey, it's not just me. It's our... Let's assume two million no, listeners. No, not you. I was talk. I wasn't say, like, telling you to go to hell. I was telling the listener. We only have one now. Is it just one? <laughs> are you are you counting on that we have so few listeners that you can yes, say my dad. all the things that, that are illegal that you've been doing and it will be fine? Cool. I feel like all the stories you're telling are going specifically against the advice that I'm going to give. <laughs> uh, which you is, shouldn't. Well, you one, should definitely not be having... meeting up in person. Um, especially with people you don't already know. I was not having sex in the sand dunes. If you are going to meet up with anyone, make sure that you do it with some social distance. So keep mm. your two meters and go for a walk because we are allowed to meet up for exercise. Mm. But I'm a huge fan of the Savage Love cast and Dan Savage's advice. And usually Dan is the biggest advocate of ethical non-monogamy and um, being really sex positive and you know, hookups and all sorts of like open relationships, any kind of situation that works for people. And right now he is advocating for monogamy or masturbation as your two options. Mm. And to hear that advice from someone who's usually so open-minded about every possible version of dating to me says, if that's where his stance is at, that's probably where we should all be. Mm. Obviously, depending on where you are in the world, what the rules that you have to follow are different. Mm. Where we are, we're allowed to still go for walks. So therefore, that would be your loophole if you really wanted to meet up with someone in person. Mm. But just bear in mind that, especially if you're dating more than one person, you're actually transferring that risk from one person to another. And we are all being asked to act as though we have um, the coronavirus because we don't know um, whether or not we have it. Mm. And you know, a lot of people who are healthy are non-symptomatic, which means that you could have it, not even know, pass it on to someone. And if you're all seeing multiple people or still dating and actually meeting up in person, there is that risk that you're going to be transmitting a potentially lethal virus between you. Mm. And at some point it might reach someone's grandma or someone's newborn child or, you know, someone who has immune deficiencies or someone who has compromised lung health. And You just need to weigh up whether or not the risks you're taking are worth it to yourself and the community of people around you. Mm. If we want to go for really specific advice, though, um, I did actually do some research on this one. So beyond the law, just advice that's coming in from um, the dating sites. Um, So Bumble and Tinder both have blogs up on their websites Mm. saying that it's not 
no longer recommended to meet up in person. I'll put the links to both of them in the show notes because I think they do provide some really good advice. And I also did come across a list of really cute date ideas for if you do really want to date someone and you can't have physical contact, Mm. other ideas for what you can do. And I'll put the full list up, but like, do you have any ideas for a virtual date, Sarah? Yeah, like phone sex. Phone sex, yes. (laughs) First date. (laughs) First date, phone sex. Why not? Wear no pants. Well, it's risk-free. You can't, you can't get sick from that. Oh, I love it. I love the idea of it. I went after we had a, a, a chat about this a few weeks ago and I went on Bumble for a week and then I just jumped off it because I wasn't enjoying it. But I got on it because we we're talking about how fun it would be to have a wine and like make a Zoom background so that you're in space or in the Bahamas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Take your date somewhere really exotic like space. Yeah. And also, just before this all happened, I re- I wrote a blog for um, dating as a highly sensitive person, and I said that one of the things that I did last year when I was uh, dating was that I called people before I met them in person because I feel that you can get a lot of a feel for someone and whether or not you're on the level. Yeah. And then that way you can see whether you have something of a connection before you meet them in person, um, and that's to just sort of protect your heart because when you're highly sensitive, it's really easy to fall in love with someone especially once you've had sex with them and all of those stupid hormones are flowing in your body yeah totally Uh, so I I think it's really good to slow things down and I think it's something that we should really like uh lean into yeah I mean and like just because you're not meeting up in person doesn't mean that the relationship has to become non-sexual like you said there's like phone sex there's all sorts of really creative toys available as well if you want to do some research on that there's a whole lot of um zoos museums um aquariums national parks that have actually put virtual tours online so you can actually explore oh, their cool. space in a virtual space. That's so cool. So you could go on a date together in the same virtual space. Mm. Could you be naked? Um, so you'd be like walking through the you Met? You'd definitely be naked. <laughs> so normally you can't go to the Met naked but now you in the time of go COVID, to the Met naked you can. Now. From the comfort of your own home you can go to the Met naked. With a, with a first date nonetheless. On a first date. <laughs> I love that. See, this is making um, me want to do online dating again. Yeah, so it, it can be really fun. Um, Netflix watch parties where you're, like, watching a movie together and you can, like, have, um, you know, a stream of conversation about, like, how ridiculous the movie is. Mm. I suggest you pick something funny if you're going to do that because if it's a tragedy, the chat function doesn't kind of carry as well. It's better if you're lolling. Not, not the time for Holocaust movies. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Like, keep it fun. Maybe at least for the first date. You can lean into the darkness on the second date. Yeah, you can get weird on the second date. Yeah. I mean, I like to wait until date three to seven. Do you? But. Oh, I'm, I'm in there like right from the beginning messaging them so they know. Because otherwise, then they, they can't. Not, not overtly weird to like be, yeah. you know, people who are being weird for the sake of it, but just being yourself. At some point, they're going to figure it out that I'm weird. I mean, maybe I should save them the time and just present it on date one. Well, you can't hide it. True that. Uh, what are what other ideas? Well, I think one of the things you, the the um, listener said was how important is physical contact in oh, yeah. the beginning of a relationship? And I think that physical contact is important, but right now there's something that's more important, and that is you know, protecting life. the people around us. But I also think that there can be something really uh, charged and sexy about withholding. Like I remember dating a dude who we didn't have sex for three months and we were just waiting for the one person to break 
and it was this weird so you just like were like exuding it was this weird tension tension. and just waiting for someone to break Uh uh-huh a hundred percent i was actually sleeping with someone else at the time so i was like buddy i can wait as long as you want but it was kind of really hot as well to just wait and then when we did have sex it was like super awesome and i think you know waiting six months or whatever yeah i had an online relationship with a german dom Probably over a year ago, and he used to get me to do things for him. When you say German, do you mean that he was actually in Germany? Like, so you never actually met in real life? No, I met. I went on a an app called Kinked, which is for the kink community, and I was looking for someone to be like a dominant, and I was a submissive, and he would get me to do things, and it was so hot. And then after a while, it sort of ran its course, and I think I wasn't ready for a relationship and just wanted something, and I just wanted to explore that part of myself and learn about it. So you can still have yeah. very sexy dates without having to have physical yeah. contact is basically what you're saying. Yeah, And yeah. we will put a list of ideas up on the, what's it called? Show notes. It can be more sexy. And then, like I said, when we were talking about it the other day, like when you do meet, it's just going to be like an explosion of semen everywhere. Or pie. <laughs> if that's your kink. Do you have a quote you'd like to share? Yeah, so this is super embarrassing and lame, but I've started doing this thing every day where I write to myself and I write to my inner child um, because at the moment I've really been noticing that I've been very, very upset on the inside and so I have to check in with the little Sarah inside of me a lot more and I let her talk and she's just going, I'm freaking out, help me, I'm freaking out. And then I sit there and I let this like adult nurturing person respond This is pretty much the gist of what she always says. And this is my quote. I love you. Breathe. I am here. And I always will be. That's so beautiful. Yeah, it calms me. Just, it just calms me. That's really lovely. I love that. Um, mine is, um, my quote for this week is from Dan Savage, who I'm also going to nominate for queen of the universe as my third (laughs) nomination. Um, and Dan's quote is, Please take care of yourselves, take care of the people around you, and wash your damn hands. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Wash your hands, you dirty pig. (laughs) This podcast was recorded long distance from our bedrooms because we can't sit together anymore. Our theme song was written by Naomi Robinson and Josiah Padmanabam. For more of our blogs or to check out our awesome shop, head to www.fodbook.com. Bye! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.